Buds. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Blue Chip Scouting NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Miller, joined, as always, by my co-host, Matt Vadovinos. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm always doing good. I feel good. It's a great day. It's a gorgeous um, morning. The Washington football team is still 1-0. I've... I'm 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 on a high right now. The All 22 finally dropped. Finally, for most teams, I don't know about all teams, but you know, it's good. My TL's blowing up. I accidentally exposed some players, but you know, I'm here for it. You know, sometimes it happens. People have poor reps. You know, Dak Prescott had a couple poor reps in the past game. Uh, Jalen Smith had just a poor rep the entire poor, game. Poor game. So yeah, yeah for an entire game. Uh, Darian Thompson was was not very good. Um, but at the end of the day, the Rams do a lot of things to really expose guys that aren't there mentally. Um, Jalen Smith's a little bit different case. He just thinks that he's a player that he's not. Um, but, but, but he didn't used to be hmm? a player. He used to be Well, when he was at, when he was at Notre Dame. Sure. 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 He's just, he's trying to do too much. And at one point when he was with Dallas, I guess he was able to get away with it, you know, in the, that first year with him and LVE in 2018, but it hasn't worked since. Um, but we're not here to talk about them. I mean, I'm super happy. The U S open is this weekend. I have a ton of football. There's some good football this weekend. Um, I have a ton of schoolwork that I have to do today, so my All-22 watching has kind of been interrupted. I, I did a lot at work, um, and now I have to kind of get away from that um, and, and do a bunch of schoolwork for the rest of the day, but I'm going to get back into it later and uh, get back into it You know, on Friday, really gearing up for this weekend. I want to watch Lamar Jackson and how he threw the ball against the Browns. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of good stuff from last week I want to get to, um, but first... And foremost, we're going to go through, we're going to do what we did last year, we're going to go through all of the football games, and we are going to go against the spread uh, and choose our winners. Now, Matt, we didn't discuss this pre-show. Are you ready to write these down? Um, Sure. I okay, can be, cool. yes. That would, that would be incredible if you could do that. I do have a notebook here. Okay. Okay. Very nice. You have a notebook. That's that's very nice. Do I have um, a writing utensil? That's the question. That is very important. You need writing utensils to be able to annotate things uh, such as bets and uh, spreads and things of that nature, over-unders, uh, if we so desire to do things of that nature. I have acquired um, the writing utensil. You have, requ- you have acquired the writing utensil. We are ready to go. There is a game that is happening Thursday night, which is tonight. We are recording uh, at about 2 o'clock Central Time on Thursday, getting this out before the game, as to not uh, invoke any threats or... or um, any accusations of cheating? So we have the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns tonight. The The Browns are at home, and they're a six-point favorite at home. Matt, what from what you saw last week with this Browns team gives you the confidence to say, yes, they are going to win this game by more than two field goals? Um, Not much. Um. Their receivers were getting open. That's cool. Baker Mayfield wasn't seeing it. That's not cool. Um, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt had a very, very good game, though, against the Ravens' front seven, which I think is dramatically better than the Bengals' 
Well, no. Actually, I think the Bengals' defensive line is phenomenal, but their linebackers are a suspect at best. So Austin Hooper and David Njoku – oh, actually, David Njoku is hurt. But Austin Hooper should be, you know, eating. Um, the offense, you know, Baker Baker has taken some steps back since being drafted. Um, and granted, being drafted to Hugh Jackson and Freddie Kitchens and Greg Williams is not great. Um, that does – stink but hopefully Kevin Stefanski can get him right because he just was not good um, and honestly I'm going to pin that loss on Baker Mayfield grant they were playing the Ravens yes but the game should have been much closer than it was um, Baker was bad and so if they're going to win by a touchdown or more he has to be good against a, a much worse team in Cincinnati and and so what is, what are you what are you going here uh, give what's, me, what's give me Cincinnati here? plus six Cincinnati plus six um I also think it's going to be Cincinnati plus six. Um, I just – I don't really have a lot of faith in either team. Um, but Baker, from what I've seen the past couple of seasons, just has not been that guy that we saw coming out of Oklahoma. Uh, he doesn't look comfortable. He doesn't look like he's seeing the field particularly well. Uh, this hurts me to say because he's a guy that I really liked coming out. Uh, I, I really enjoyed his game. I thought he was going to be good at the next level, and he just hasn't been. Now he hasn't, like you said, been put in fantastic situations. But at some point, you just got to go out there and you got to play ball. And he has not done that. And it's not like he doesn't have some offensive weapons to get the ball to because he really does. Uh, and so with that, I am also taking the Bengals. The next game... We have it's the Atlanta Falcons at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are at home. Uh, the over-under for this game is 53.5. You'd love to see that. Uh, that means they're, I mean, they're, they're at least believing that there's going to be a ton of points scored. Uh, the, the Falcons, I, I think Matt Ryan threw for 450 yards last week. Um, they had three receivers uh, go for over 100 yards with nine receptions. Uh, the first time in, the, in NFL history that that has ever happened. The Cowboys secondary is not very good. Um, Trayvon Diggs had a good you know, game. Trayvon Diggs had a good game, but Trayvon Diggs also had a couple of communication errors yeah. when they did go to uh, quarters coverages. Um, a couple times where I believe, you know, it, it's tough because with quarters, there's so many different variants of it. You don't know exactly what one side of the football is doing. And on this particular play, the, the Rams went into motion. Um, and he carried his wide receiver on an under route, and it really opened up that left side of the field for um, – the screenplay to, to be wide open, which it ended up being. Um, and so I don't know if he was in mod or if he was in meg coverage, which is uh, two different, you know, ways to, you know, cover that backside receiver in a quarters, you know, scheme. But I think that at the end of the day, um, you just can't cover Julio Jones unless you have Byron Jones. Um, and they no longer have Byron Jones anymore. And so at the end of the day, I think, you know, the Cowboys could eke out a win here overall, but I think that the Falcons are going to cover the four and a half points. Um, I do love the 52 and a half. I think that's awesome. Um, and honestly, 53 and a half, 53 and a half. Sorry. And I think that's going to get blown out too. Um, do I think Dallas wins by four or more? Pretty much five or more. Five or more. Five, four and a half point spread. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say give me give me Dallas to cover. Okay. 
because hmm. Yeah, give me Dallas to cover. So you think we're getting a little getting a little bit of a bounce back game from this offense? I do. I think okay. this I think okay. this receiving unit's gonna get open against a very poor I mean, I think the Dallas passing attack is better than the Seahawks passing attack, and the Seahawks passing attack shredded Atlanta. I yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, think it's I, much, much better, but I do think yeah. it's overall better. I think last, I think uh, last week the Atlanta Falcons, out of like ninety-two corners that PFF graded, all three of their corners were 80th or below in PFF grades. Which, you know, we we talk about PFF grades all the time, and and you know what their value is. But if all three of them are that bad, then they're probably pretty bad. Um, and they were last week. I mean, Russ cooked. And I, I think that Dak can do that as well. I just don't know if the Cowboys defense is going to be able to get enough stops defensively to really get, you know, this game out of hand or, or, or comfortable. Um, so, yeah, um, the Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, the next game. This is Buffalo, uh, a six-point favorite on the road. Um, what do you think about this one, no. Matt? Um, I think the Bills are the best team in their division. And I expect them to to win this game handily, hand handily, handily. Yes. Despite being in Miami, I'm going to be honest. I really don't buy into home field advantage this season, um, as much as I usually would. So I, I'm definitely going to take Buffalo plus. What'd you say? Six. Buffalo or minus six. six yeah. Minus Buffalo six. minus six. Uh. I'm going to go the other way on this one. And I'm going to go the other way on this one just because if Miami does anything well, it's going to be in that secondary with the guys that they have on the back end, mm-hmm. um, particularly at cornerback. So I think that at the end of the day, they're going to be able to cover enough. Uh, and, and Josh Allen is going to have some issues uh, with those tight window throws uh, and really you know, putting guys in position to succeed uh, after the catch. So uh, I think that the Buffalo Bills are, are going to win this football game. Uh, it's just tough for me, uh, even though there isn't, you know, we, we, we don't perceive a, a big home field advantage this year. They still do have to travel down the East Coast. Um, and for me, that travel is worth a point or two. So I'm going to go Miami to cover the six points now. Real quick, did you have uh, Dallas or Atlanta to cover? I had Atlanta covering okay. the four and a half points, yes. Uh, Carolina Panthers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks are an eight and a half point favorite at home. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just I don't I don't think the Panthers are going to be very good. Um, I think that the Bucks are going to bounce back. I think Tom Brady is going to have a better week. I think that he kind of got called out a little bit by his coach, uh, whether that be read into it, whatever you want to. Bruce Arians has never backed away from anybody, and that's going to include a guy like Tom Brady. Tom Brady has been used to it now. That is what kind of pushed him and Bill Belichick apart. Uh, because Bill did hold him, you know, super accountable, um, even you know as a you know near twenty year vet. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how that relationship ends up. But Tampa Bay is just the far superior football team at this point. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with them to to cover eight and a half points, even though that that's that's a lot of points at the end of the day. Yeah, I I, I think I'm gonna go the other way. Um, I do think Tampa Bay is a much 
better team. But I do think the Panthers can put points on the board. I think they have an explosive offense. They have great skill positions. Um, so I do think I just I just don't think Tampa pulls out eight and a half over. So I'll take Carolina to cover. I think that'd be a fine bet for you overall. Yeah, I, I think I, I think it's a I think it's a really good place for the odd makers. Yeah, I'm I'm going out on a limb, taking a an eight and a half point favorite uh, in week two yeah. that uh, on a team that lost. Last the, week. Yeah, and Tampa Bay's receiving core is a little banged up as well. Yeah, um, Denver Broncos, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Steelers are a seven and a half, seven and a half point favorite at home against the Broncos. It's a noon game. Broncos coming from Mountain Time, uh, so they're playing at ten a.m. their time. Gross. What do you think about that? Um, I just think the Steelers' defense is too good. Um, Can they cover all those receivers, though? Um, I don't know. Corey Davis did eat. Um, and no fans very good. But I still think... I, I still think that the Steelers' defense is going to get after Drew Locke, make him very uncomfortable. Um... And the Broncos' run game wasn't great. It was productive, but it wasn't very efficient against the Titans. I think the Steelers' run defense is the best in football. Uh, and I think Devin Bush is kind of, you know, one of the best linebackers you would want in a game going in against Noah fans. So I think I'm going to take the Steelers to cover. I like that. I, I don't hate the Broncos this year. I think Neither do that, I. I think know, they're a playoff they're, team. Yeah, I think that their weakness is on the offensive line. And when you have T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree rushing the passer, that's pretty nasty. Um, plus what they have in the secondary with, with Minka Fitzpatrick and some of the other names that they have there on top of having, like you said, Devin Bush is a guy who was athletic enough to cover a guy like, um, Noah Font. So it's, a it's going to be an interesting game for me. I'm really interested in those three wide receivers plus Noah Font for the Denver Broncos. I don't have, you know, mass confidence in Drew Locke, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers here. I think that Ben, Big Ben looked pretty good last week. Uh, went back and watched a little bit of that game. Uh, Juju and Deontay um, doing some work. That that, that receiving court is really good. Really well, and, good. and but 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 Matt, I mean, so when young. has when, well, no, no, it's not even that. When haven't they been? That's, when haven't yeah, the Pittsburgh their, Steelers their, had a good their ability to? And we talked about this when they have to chase Claypool. Their ability mm-hmm. to develop receivers is the best in football. It's unbelievable. Um, and I, st- I mean, I still think James yeah. Washington is kind of a jag, um, but he's he's decent at what he does. Yeah, exactly for that team, and it's, um, a, it's a great fit for for what they need. Also, yeah. the average age of their top four receivers has to be like twenty three or something. Has to be. They're all stupid young. Yeah, because Juju's um, like still twenty three. Juju's 24. still twenty three. That's crazy. That's yeah, he crazy. came into the league at twenty. Yeah, that's why. Um, Detroit Lions at Green Bay Packers. I don't know why don't this game to, doesn't have bigger odds. Line. Yeah. I mean, the odds here seem low to me. It's six and a half Green Bay's way. Really? At home. Jeez. Yeah. I think that they're going to blow the Lions out of the water. Um, I, mean, uh, I feel so bad for Matthew Stafford. I feel so bad for that team because I feel like that team shouldn't be that bad. The offense they just, is talented. They're just, they're just so outcoached. Yeah. yeah. And you're right. Um, the Jeff Okuda not playing hurt. They have a lot. They had they had secondary injuries in week one, but like, and not just that. Obscurely in week one, Mitch Trubisky had one of his best games in a while. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. They did a good job holding out Allen Robinson to not very much, but still. And they should have won the game, too. Like, they should have beaten the Bears. It was just a DeAndre yeah. Swift drop that lost the game. And DeAndre yeah, Swift and is a I good mean, receiving running back. Yeah, and I mean, for me, like, I just don't think that – I just don't think that the – the, the, I think that the Green Bay Packers are good. If if I do too, I do too. If your quarterback is going to continue to play like he did, yeah, it's it, that's that team's going to walk away with that division. Um, um, yeah, I. Not just that. I think if if we get primary Rodgers this year, I think they're just the best team in the NFC. Yeah, so do I. Um, I mean, I think it depends on what happens with Michael Thomas's ankle. Um, I think that the Saints could be the best team, but I think that if you do get a prime Aaron Rodgers, that, that's tough to beat. Um, Los Angeles Rams at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Rams are a road favorite by one point. Matt, what are you thinking here? Um, Actually, a- this is my turn. I have to go first go ahead, for this go one, ahead. don't I? Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, the, <laughs> the Eagles are beat up. I don't think that the Eagles are as good a team as the Dallas Cowboys are. Um, I know that they're at home, but they're not going to have fans in the stands. What's the uh, quick question? How's that division stacking up right now? Uh, I believe the Washington What the Fs are leading the division. They're uh, they're 1-0. The rest of the teams in the division sucked in week one. Um, I expect for that division to suck in general this year. Um, I expect the winner of that division to have no more then 10 wins, I would be surprised. I'd be blown uh, away. From what I saw last week, if any of them had 10 wins. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams here. I think that I may have undersold how good of a football team they are at the end of the day. Um, as long as they're able to protect a little bit, they're, they're going to be fine offensively because they're schematically just so superior to so many teams in this league. Um, and so I'm going to go with the Rams here by one point on the road. Um, this is tough for me though, because yeah. it's a one point game and they have to travel across country for a noon game. They're playing at 9am. So you're taking the West Rams minus one point, but I'm still taking the Rams minus one. I'm going to take Philadelphia. Um, I think Aaron Donald Gross. and company are going to eat, but I think the Eagles are a well-coached team. I think Doug Peterson is an excellent coach. Um, I find it, and I did not think the Rams looked great against the Cowboys. Um, Jared Goff made some throws, but he also made uh, a couple of just bad mistakes. Um, Malcolm Brown obscurely got a lot of touches, which I didn't like, uh, and I don't think is a sustainable offense. Uh, And honestly, this really isn't a lot of logic. It's just kind of a gut feeling. I think Philadelphia does bounce back. Um, and I think it'll be a close game, and I think they win, which means they cover. All right. We'll move on. The Vikings and the Colts. This is a bit of a pillow fight, don't we believe? Um, uh, the Viking, Dude, the Vikings defense just isn't very good. Yeah, and which is crazy, right? Because, like... They, they, don't have a def- they don't have a defensive tackle. I'm pretty sure they're not rostering a single defensive tackle. Um, man... I don't know a single one of them. Wow! I, I, I saw you I saw Arif. I, yeah, I saw Arif bring this up like last week, and I was like, I don't know any of those. Jaleel guys. Johnson and Shamar Stefan. I don't know a single. I, I don't know of, either of them. The only they're the, the only starters. Defensive, the only defensive tackle I know on the team is James Lynch. Um, yeah, 
I mean, I know Hercules Mata'afa, but that's a really small defensive tackle. He's um, 260 pounds. Yeah. It might be bigger now, but... Wow. I mean, Yannick does his... I still find it, like, very strange that Yannick got traded to... Yes, so do like, I. Like, I always forget that that was a thing. Um, yep. Yeah, and their corners aren't great either. Um, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Calm down. They have Holton Hill. Is Holton Hill suspended? Do they no, have Holton Hill right no. now? Actually, I'm pretty sure Holton Hill had, like, 10 tackles last week. Um, Holton Hill is hashtag good. Um, what's, the, what's the line? Three points. For Indianapolis? Yes. So it's just home field? Yes. Um, I'm going to take Minnesota. Me too. I think the Colts are bad, and I think the Colts are bad because their quarterback's bad. Yeah, I was going to say, I just think Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback at this point. Yep. I don't think it's necessarily close either. Uh, the New York football Giants at the Chicago Bears. I'm taking the under in this game. The under is 42. <laughs> um, I don't. I just. I don't think either offense is particularly good. Um, the New York Giants ran like nine percent motion for the entire game. That was about twenty percent less than I, any other football team in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they also had just... the least unique um, game planning and personnel of the entire NFL, like far and away, in terms of uh, formation and personnel. The least unique. Yeah. So they're uh, they're a bad football team. Um, we're still trying to talk ourselves into Daniel Jones. Um, who hasn't really shown much of anything outside of being a watered-down Jameis times. Winston. Threw the ball 41 um, times. Yeah, he's a, he's a watered-down Jameis I do love Darius Slayton. Jameis Winston. Or Darius Slayton, sorry. Darius Slayton is a good wide receiver. Um, love me some Saquon, but like mm-hmm. it, it does suck for the Giants that the first two weeks of the season, they take on TJ Watt and Bud Dupree into Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, give me... Yeah, what's the line? Five and a half points, man. For Chicago? Oof. I know. That's what I'm saying. I think it'll be closer than that. I'm gonna take the Giants to cover. Yeah, but it's so gonna am be I. like a it's gonna be like a seventeen fourteen game. Yeah, I'll take New York as well. Yeah. Um the next game we have the San Francisco 49ers at the New York Jets. Now this is another noon game. This is another West Coast team going all the way over to the East Coast. They just happen to be playing the worst East Coast team in the NFL. You literally, um, you could have avoided saying East Coast. Um, yeah, I could have. Um, I thought about it as well, uh, but I didn't. And I'm going to take the 49ers uh, to bounce back here and absolutely take out all of their frustration on the New York Jets. Yeah, poor, poor Sam Darnold. What's the, what's the line? Uh, it's seven points. Yeah, give me San Fran for sure. San Fran might win by like twenty eight. Yeah, so the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, weirdly starting at twelve oh one for some reason on <laughs> really? Bovada, um, making them the last noon game. The Titans are favored by nine points here against the Jaguars, really, which to me is against the an division, egregious against the division leading Jacksonville Jaguars. It's an egregious mistake by. Vegas here because the Titans don't blow teams out. They're they're just not going to. 
They don't play the type of football that blows teams out. So they may win some games by 10 points, 12 points, 13 points this year, but I'm never going to bet on them to. Never. And so I'm going to go with Jacksonville to cover here. I'd agree. The the Titans just aren't explosive enough to. And and I think the Jaguars are good enough offensively to keep it within nine points. Well, like I don't think they're going to lose a two-score game. What about this one, Matt? 306 kickoff in Arizona. The football team plays the Cardinals. This is a seven-point spread. I'm going to let you take this one away. Listen, if it was up to the Bleacher Report dude, whose name I'm forgetting, um, used to do the podcast with Matt Miller. He's an Eagles fan. Adam Lefko. Um if it was up to Adam Lefko, Cardinals would be minus 30. He thinks the Cardinals blow out Washington. Um, I actually took Washington to cover the seven. So I'm going to stick with it here. I like the I like the idea of what Washington's running backs will do. Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick can both make plays out of the backfield in the receiving game. And that's how Raheem Mostert torched the Cardinals defense last week. So I think that's kind of what I'm hanging my hat on. On top of the noticeable difference between the offensive line talent and the defensive line talent. Between yeah, Arizona um, and Washington. So what did Bryce Love do last week? Uh, he didn't play. I'm shocked. Could it be because Bryce Love isn't good at football? Um, no, I think it's because Bryce Love is injury player and playing football. Uh, and he's also bad. Okay. Um, I... I'm a huge fan of this Cardinals football team. I am too. I am too. I, just... um, I am not a huge fan of this Cardinals offensive line. And for that reason and for that reason only, I'm going to take the Washington football team to not only cover this football game, but no, they're not going to win. Um, they're going to cover the seven points. Um, I might have had you there for a split second. But yeah, they're, they're going to lose this football game, but they're going to keep it close. Um, I think that... It's going to be a little bit lower scoring uh, than the 46.5 point over-under. Um, and, yeah, that's that's about all I have on that game. The next game, Baltimore Ravens are a seven-point favorite on the road against Houston. I love Deshaun Watson. I hate Houston. But I don't know if I would ever bet on Watson to lose by a touchdown. Um, I think that's a good bet, especially at home. He's just, he's too good. And yes, the Texans blow and yes, Bill O'Brien is a chump, but mm-hmm. give me, give me Deshaun. No lies here. Um, listen, um, I haven't gone and watched the all 22 yet of Lamar Jackson, but some of the throws I watched him make this past week were silly. And if he is going to throw the ball silly and still have the ability to run the football the way that he does, I don't know if there's any team in the NFL that can keep up with this Baltimore Ravens team. And that is to include the Kansas City Chiefs. That added layer of Lamar Jackson being able to run the football like that is an unbelievable weapon. And if he actually has improved as much as it show as, as it looked like he improved, 
um, from one year to the other passing the football like he did from his sophomore to his junior year in college, the NFL will be put on notice, and this Baltimore Ravens team will win 13-plus games this year. Now, with all that said, it is difficult to bet against Deshaun Watson that much. I'm still going to do it. I'm going to go Baltimore Ravens covering the seven points. Next game. To Kansas be fair, City. I just want to point out, I do think that either it's going to be a very, very close game or it's going to be an absolute blowout. So That makes sense. I'm kind of just banking on. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are nine-point favorites on the road against the Los Angeles Chargers. Nine? Nine. Well, that was easy. Uh, okay. I'm, a, I'm assuming you're taking nine as well. Do we even have to talk about it? No, we don't. We don't want to talk about yeah, it. Pat Mahomes the, is the best Chargers. player in football. What's up? Pat Mahomes is the best player in football. Like they're just Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes is the second best player. In okay, football. I'm down. I'm down. I do love the Aaron Donald love. I'm 100 yeah. percent here for it. That um, dude was a menace in Week One. That dude is a menace in yeah. every week. Except Dalton, um, he's he's a below average run defender. Yeah, we're not gonna even bring that up. Uh. <laughs> The New England Patriots at the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are a four-point favorite here. Now, we did hear Pete Carroll say that they they threw the ball too much the past week, which um, which makes is me... he is he just trying to play chess, or did they really throw the ball too much last See, week? I feel like and thinking, they're going to establish it. Thinking that they're just playing chess is giving Pete Carroll way too much credit. He's not that intelligent. Um. I wish they were. That would be awesome. Could you imagine Russell Wilson with a coaching staff that's like, mm, we're going to let him throw the ball but convince people we're not? Like, intelligence? Oh, I'd be so happy. Um, yes. I love Russell Wilson. I think even if they try and run the football, they're still going to win by four. Especially at home. Okay. With New England traveling, but still. Yeah. I uh, the, the Patriots overall usually don't start seasons out very hot. Um, Although beat, that could have just been a Tom Brady thing because he did lose, could have been. lose week one. They beat Miami uh, by 11 points. Miami, that, that game was kind of sloppy. Uh, I don't expect um, Cam Newton to run the football as much going mm-hmm. you know, on throughout the year. I think we talked about that on the last podcast. Um, I think Russell Wilson is... All right, so... I think Russell Wilson is the best pure passer in the NFL. I think that when we talk about the entire package of being able to make just unbelievable plays, that's what makes Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes. But, man, Russell Wilson is an unbelievable talent. And I think that they are going to be able to be able to outgun this uh, Patriots defense that has had a ton of opt-outs this season. Uh, and so I'm going to go with the Seahawks to, to win by uh, more than four points. Next game, New Orleans Saints at the Las Vegas Raiders. The Saints are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Matt, what say you? No Michael Thomas. Is there an upset coming? Um, here's my thing. I The Raiders were better in week one than I thought they would be. Um, and the Saints did lose their best offensive player, but I just, I just don't think the Saint, the Raiders are very good, and I think the Saints are very good. So 
I'm going to take New Orleans, but hesitantly. Monday night football in Las Vegas in that, uh, you know, shark Roomba stadium that they have there. I think the Raiders are going to come out strong. And I think that not only are the Las Vegas Raiders going to cover this game, I am going to have my bold statement for the week is that the Las Vegas Raiders are going to beat the New Orleans Saints at home. The first game in the Roomba. Let's go. Were they at home last week or were they away? They were at Carolina, I believe. Their first game at home. Let's go. What was it? Minus six for New Orleans? Minus five and a half. And I'm taking the Raiders to cover that. And to win. And to win outright. But that's not part of our bet. Well. So I just uh, I have the all 22 on in the the background Mm -hmm. here. And I just got to the play where Connor Williams shoves Aaron Donald, who is crossing his face from outside of him. Um, Aaron Donald is crossing his face, runs into Joe Looney as hard as he can. Throws a hump move at Looney, who hits Zach Martin, and they both fall. And then he goes on to crush Dak Prescott um, and alter the throw. That's Aaron Donald, ladies and gentlemen. Matt, do you have anything else that you would like to say to the people? People, if you want to know, if your teams want to know, I salute you because we are on equal ground for the day and the week. Um, Thank you, as always, for listening. I love you so much, people. Um, we, I have been kind of behind on questions. I got to start thinking of some quickly and writing them down. Tell you what, for this episode, uh, if you made it this far, you're a real one. Tweet at me one team that you think is a lock to win this week. Like you would be, you would shave your head if they lost. Um, and as always people, like I said, I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. If I have anything to say to the people, it's just enjoy the sports this weekend, man. You're going to have NBA basketball, I believe. You're going to have the U.S., the United States Open. You're going to have hockey, um, depending on whether that be – I don't know when the Stanley Cup is going to start, uh, depending on what happens in that Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, And, uh, oh, my God, why can't I think of the other team? The Islanders. Um, right? Do you, are you paying attention to that at all? I'm pretty sure it's the Islanders. Go uh, Stars! Anyways, yes, it doesn't matter because go Stars. That's all Either I know. Way. That's all I know. But um, enjoy the, the sports that are happening. Watch all the football you can. Get multiple screens going up. I'm going to have five going all weekend. Um, and I love you too, people. Goodbye. <laughs>